Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to 22 Now on Area 22 Productions. Of course, I am your host, and I don't care what anybody says, I am the host. Mark Mendoza here, and uh, tonight, again, with another great show, I've got um, two guests with us on tonight, one in the studio and one zooming in. It's Ed the Zoom. But in any case, tonight we're going to talk about um, some really cool stuff, artwork, photography, and um, I'm fans of both of these people. Friendly with one so far, but the one on TV is going to be a friend of mine, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> we'll bully him into <laughs> Anybody, <it. laughs> please welcome Delilah Crihelli and Ed Heck. Yay! Okay? <laughs> nice. 22 now. Welcome. Yes. Hey, guys, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Mark. Thanks for having us. Um, most of what we do here is really on the actual entertainment side, but believe it or not, what you guys do is also entertainment. We're okay. all in it together. It, it is. It's entertainment. And whether it's photography or art um, and pop culture art, it, it's to me it's all amazing. And as things should always branch out from your original cause, it branches out and gets bigger, and you include a lot of things. So, you guys also have the two of you have a, a great show coming up. I think it's March 18th. It is. In, Let's show the Brooklyn. advert. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we actually have a a poster here which I'll hold up. It's on March 18th Go ahead, in talk uh, about it. the Morgan Fine Arts Building at the World of Ed Heck Art Gallery, 649 Morgan Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11222. And uh, we're going to rock. We are going to rock. There's a lot of rock star photography and uh, pop rock art by Mr. Ed Heck. So, of course, uh, Delilah, I'm familiar with what you do. Yes. You've had some, you some great photos from a lot of artists, a lot of um, rock artists and other people. And of course, a very famous one of me. Yes. From, you know what show that's from? Uh, it's a Christmas show. It is a Christmas show. <laughs> yeah. Most people didn't it's, get it. Actually, it's a Christmas that, show. That was yeah. a contest. Yes, that was a contest. Tell yeah. me what show it was from. But yeah. great photos. And uh, when you came in, of course, AJ Pirro on the wall. You know, yeah. He's got to have him there. That sweet face. But um, so, Ed, why don't we just jump over to you? Tell us about sure. yourself, what you do, and let's get people into this and get them down there to see this show. Well, I'm a pop artist, as you said, uh, residing in New York City, in Brooklyn, to be specific. And I, I told you before, I went to a lot of uh, Twisted Sister concerts back in the day and Lamores in Brooklyn and Queens. We won't hold so that you guys. You. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, became a fan of Delilah's work and ran into Delilah many, many music shows, being a big music fan and running to and seeing some great shots that she's taken of uh, some of my friends and some guys like you, Twisted Sister, Kiss, uh, Call Mine a Peace, our mutual buddy. Yeah, yeah. And then I really became a big fan of her work. And I'm, I'm really happy that we get to do a show together. It's an honor, Ed. It's yeah. an absolute honor. Likewise. I can't wait. How did you, the two of you come up with doing this show i mean whose idea was it to, to join forces well he show? he's been a fan like like it was a with mutual respect for each other yeah. and um you know he's he's also friends with carmine and they did a show together and he also wanted rob reiner he wanted mm -hmm. to do a show with him yeah. and scheduling and all that and um the last anvil show in new york he came he's got a lifetime pass to every show you know <laughs> but he came and said hey you know what why don't we do this and 
course, I jumped on it because I, you know, an exhibition for my work to to display it once again would be fantastic. And you know, to combine it with uh, someone as uh, prolific, he's he's this guy's a man. I mean, look at this, look at this, look at this rock little rock dog. You know how cool that is. <laughs> That's what he does. He brings out that personality. It's amazing. You know. Oh, that's great. That is. That really is. Good. I want to do it, and in you know, just a good human. You know, great energy and a good human. So yeah, he he brought it up, and I was like, let's go, let's yes. do it tomorrow. Well, I like doubt. I, I uh, was. Uh, yeah. You know? Well, I, I got a new um, studio gallery space in Brooklyn, and I wanted to not only show my own work but i wanted to show the work of people that i admire and um so delilah's one of the first ones that we're going to do this with Yay. and I'm, I'm honored tell us a bit about uh you know the building and where it is and what it's all about well it's called the morgan fine arts building it's in greenpoint brooklyn right uh, on the border of williamsburg brooklyn um, so we're in a really good spot and the, the building is filled with all kinds of studios so photographers artists hairstylist uh, and you know tattoo artist so it's a really cool building with a, a cool vibe and we're on the ground floor so we have 12 foot windows facing the street uh, so we can have everybody coming by and coming in and it's a, it's a pretty cool space i think and uh, with delilah's work up it's gonna be great it's a beautiful space yeah it really is yeah, huh? it's, it's a really nice get, space, get over there yeah. and see it um let's go back a little bit in in uh in time um ed and at what point did you start doing this and being an artist well I, I mean i was i think i was always an artist and i was always um i i also played in bands in high schools a bass player uh like you not as good um but i was always had an interest in music and art and i always wanted to you know if i was going to be a starving musician or a starving artist but i kind of went a little bit more for the art but i always kept myself involved in music and always loved music and uh like she said, I, I co collaborated with Carmine Peace. We did some artwork together and some other artists. And I'm talking with Rob Reiner from Anvil. And we're going to be doing some stuff together because he's also a fine artist. And I found a lot of musicians are also artists and vice versa. A lot of artists are musicians because it, it, it has some of the same sensibilities. I mean, you have composition and everything. And, you know, so it's, it's the kind of a, a like mind. What is your art? I mean, do we have any examples? Well, that, that puppy over there. Right, the, yeah. the, this puppy. Well, let's consider what I'm doing now is pop art. Do, do we have any more examples of it? This, this is really cool, this little puppy. Also, the advert that I put up, there's a picture of him standing there, in front of a few. Can people go someplace and see some samples of what you're doing, Ed? Yeah, I'm pretty much all over the place, all over galleries in Manhattan and uh, kind of around the world. I just came back from uh, Germany and Dubai. And actually, I saw I got to see Delilah in Germany, yes. which was pretty cool. We ran into each yes, other there. We had a great time. How about online? Can they see any of your work online? So people, yeah, can they can. They can check out no, my Facebook go page or my Instagram. <laughs> just cut him off. He was just talking. <laughs> That's all right. So they, they could check out my Instagram and uh, Facebook and stuff, and they could see it off of Delilah's also. So, say something. Give us an address for people to go to and look at this right now. Well, the Instagram is Ed underscore Heck on Instagram, so that's the easiest one to find. And you can see a lot there. You put that up, Laura? Yes, Excellent. So, um, in, in doing the, the, the pop culture artwork, at what point did you say this is what I have to do or this is what I want to do? 
Well, I always, I always um, did art and stuff, and then I went to the high school of art and design, and then I went on to the school of visual arts for college, and I was doing a little bit different kind of work than I do now. I was always into very realistic work, and I went on to work at the American Museum of Natural History in New York City as a scientific illustrator doing fossil drawings and reconstructing dinosaurs and fossil mammals. And then I just kind of started getting interested in um, other types of artwork, something that's a little more impressionistic. And I always loved how young children draw. And I went back to School of Visual Arts to learn how to do silk screening. And I was thinking, well, what can I do to learn the process? And these little drawings that I was doing that were very childlike, I was trying to draw. I went to school for years to learn how to draw realistically. And then I was trying to draw like a four-year-old. So I was trying to do childlike drawings and get back to that time in life where you drew with innocence and without, you know, caring what the end result was going to be or what anyone else would think. And that's kind of where it took off. And I kind of had a religious experience when I pulled my first screen print and it kind of launched off from there. And how long ago was that? I did my first show in New York City at Art Expo New York in 1999 with this uh, pop art style. And it, and it took off immediately and kind of snowballed from there. That's interesting. Do you sell your artwork? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I'm in galleries in New York City, around the U.S. and uh, overseas, uh, internationally. And like I said, I just came back from, uh, I do a lot in uh, Europe. So I had shows in Germany, and then I I show my work also on the cruise uh, ships in Europe, on the AIDA cruise line. So we just did a tour of uh, Dubai. And they sell the work on the, in the galleries on the ships, and then in galleries on land. <laughs> A rock star. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The guys are <laughs> culture yeah. art. I mean, yeah. in the absolutely. World, yeah, it's got to be He's an amazing tour. thing. Yeah. So, real a little side thing here, anyway. Do you still play bass? Are you in a band? No, I'm not in a band. I just kind of do it just on the side to play around. Actually, both my sons play drums, and that. And actually, that was my my oldest son got his first kit from Carmine Peace, gave him one of his uh, kids. kids. But I always I try to keep into music a little bit as much as I can. So you don't play music at all anymore? Nah, just just on my my radio. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the radio. That's yep. right. That's yeah, there's not there's not enough time to do everything, so you, you can't do everything. But yeah, interesting. So at what point? Um, okay, so coming from a music background, because mm-hmm. I can't I can't even draw stick people. Like, yeah, it, it, it's not happening. I can't, I can't draw anything at all. <laughs> um, I can't illustrate. You know, I. You know what I can draw? Like, electrical, you know, electronic schematics. Right. Well, that's know, that's an art. Lines there's, and stuff there's that an art I can to draw, that. But I can't. I'm sure, I'm sure we could take some of those sketches and do something with them. That's kind of how I worked with Carmine Peace. We collaborated, and he was telling me the same thing. I asked him, you know, he was telling me that he just designs drum sets and just sketched them out when he was designing those. And I said, well, you know, do you ever work with a computer? He's like, only for email. I was like, well, you can scan in those sketches and play with them in Photoshop and do some stuff. And he's like, hey, you want to collaborate? And that's kind of how we started. But you can pretty much take anything, and it's the way you present it. I guess it's the same thing with music. I mean, you could take someone and go into a recording studio and manipulate it and do stuff and, and find something really good. Yeah, but the, what I draw is not, you can't manipulate it. <laughs> that bad. I'm just, that, listen, you, a person has got to know their limitations. I don't have you know many, what you're good drawing at. Yeah, you know what you're good at. It's not one of my things. <laughs> hey, look, I, I come from an artistic family. Everyone in my family are painters. 
I can't do it. I do the photography. You know? Yeah, your your mom. I've seen your mom's work. Your mom yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, you know, she, he's yeah. The, he's the seen my mom's photography art. Photography still an art. That, I mean, you know, I could I could take pictures. I can't. I don't yeah. see what you see. I don't see. Steven's an incredible photographer. Also, right. uh, I mean, until he explains to me what I'm looking at. And I've been looking at this stuff my whole life. Right. <laughs> and he analyzes and shows me. It's like, all right, now I understand it. Right. But I don't have the patience to do what yeah. you do. I don't do it technically. I do it emotionally. He, you know, that's, he that's does, where... That's, yeah. that, well, that's the best way, and that's the, yeah. the thing. I mean, you can you can teach anybody the technical aspects of right. art or photography or music, but if you don't have it in you, it's it's not going to be the same. If you if someone just knows the technique of it, they can't do it. They need the soul of it. Yeah, so. if people ask me, you know, like, what did you do? What kind of settings? I just look at them like, I just, you know, I just framed the <laughs> shot. I waited till the light hit them the right way, then I shot it. So you don't <laughs> you don't pay attention to the mechanical part of it? You know, I mean, you know, when it's at a live show, it's really tough, you know, so you have to know the basics of it, you know, to open up the, you know, to open up the frame, you know, to make sure that, you know, enough light is coming in, you want to get it quick enough. Yeah, you have to know those technical details, but I can't give a course on photography. You know, I can't never sit will. there and tell, it would never, will, you know, for me, it's like I never went to school. Well, you, ha you have to know the basics and then yeah. know the rules so you can break them. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, exactly. It, exactly. It's just by feel. It's, you know, like I've been watching you guys, especially live, and, you know, I know certain songs, you guys do certain things, and I want to capture that moment. And if I can, I try, you know. Well, it's, uh, oh, so let's go to photography yeah. for a second. You know, I, photography. Yeah. Um, I always notice that people who know the band and know the music, I mean, TS, get better shots. Yeah. Because you know, but you know how many people don't look for that. Like right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb here and talk about Twisted for a second. Right. Do you know how many videos I've seen of TS that I've seen other people edit, and they miss all the good stuff. Right. They don't. Right. They don't script it. Right. Okay. Right. So I could be over stage left from D, beating the crap out of my bass, they don't and see it's it. never used. Right. Right. You know, and that drives me crazy it really does right you're it right really, it really does you have to know and it just like like captain howdy you know that red lights <clears throat> come and you get right up there you know he's, or, or burning hell yeah burning hell yeah lights. you know so he's laying how many down photographers you know? get it you and maybe only two or three others otherwise right. everybody else is like, what's going on but we're lucky yeah. enough that that's that's where you know the luck comes in and you know we're blessed enough to been able to see you guys that many times to know okay let's time this and and also you guys have given me that you know carte blanche shoot all night a lot of photographers don't get that you know i've been yeah. so lucky well, that, to be able to do that well, with you guys yes we usually just say do what you got to do yeah you yeah know, you're around us that's true right Everybody's so known that's pretty cool time. i think we yeah. do that because we feel bad for you <laughs> it's pity. Okay, that's, I'll take it. It still works. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I wish I was there at, this, at that show. Congratulations, by the way, on oh, the Metal Hall the, of the Fame. The Metal Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, Congratulations. It's you deserve uh, it. Thank you. I appreciate Long that. Long overdue. So, being a musician, being a songwriter, being a producer, being an engineer, I know um, when I am more creative and less creative. Okay. Um, as a photographer, you have to wait for that particular shot to happen. Right. But Ed over here also has to be creative. What gives you the creative juices? At what point 
Can you say, okay, I'm going to draw this or I'm going to paint this, and I have something that it's in my brain and has to get on the canvas if I'm asking the asking it the correct way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all inspiration and what inspires you. And people always ask me that, you know, where do you get your ideas from or inspiration? And inspiration is everywhere. You just got to pick it out of the air and then it's like a seed, grow it. But I was when I was younger, I was worried that I wouldn't have enough ideas. But it, it seems to be the opposite. I have so much in my head that I got to get out. There's never going to be enough time. And lots of things is part like I was telling you before, the Twisted Sister concert. I mean, I love music. Music inspires me. Um, the um, Come Out and Play tour, I saw that at Radio City, and it was so visually stimulating. I mean, with the black light stuff and everything coming up from the zoo. I mean, those kind of things inspire me. Um, so it comes from everywhere. Something I hear someone say. I mean, I, I'll look at a shot of Delilah's, and I'll get inspired for something. So there's, there's never a shortage of inspiration. Uh, that that's interesting because um okay so do you ever do i mean i see you do rock photography all the time you you honestly and i i goof around with you a lot but great photographer thank you the composition in the shots is almost i almost everything looks always looks great it really does you know how to do it but can you um set up a shot are you good at doing that too? You, you mean like portrait photography, or or, or, or just or, guys stand like this or move like this? Is sure. What need? Yes and no. Yeah, I could absolutely do that. I've done a lot of studio shoots. As as a matter of fact, in this exhibition, there's going to be uh, some promo shots that I've done as well instead of live photography. I'm really not very comfortable with that because you're the artist. You know what image you want to portray. You know, like I shot Black Star Writers. Right. right, and when Scott Gorham walked in the room, like my knees started to buckle. I mean, I've listened to Thin Lizzy almost every day of my life, right. you know, like a big fan. And he comes in, he stands in front of me, he goes, okay, doll, tell me what to do. And I was like, oh, no. You know, like, <laughs> big girl pants on and shoot. But I was like, you know, respectfully, sir, you, this is the image you want to portray. You give, it, you give it to me, and I will shoot you. For me to say, hey, you know, bring this road case in, do this, that's not... You know, you could say, look, that's not my style. I stand, I do this, I hold the bass like this. So it's very, I could, I could um, collaborate with you and say, okay, these are my ideas. Are, are you into that? And you could say, okay, I, I dig this, I could do this, I could compromise on this. You know, I could go as far as that, but I like to give the artists as much freedom and liberties and just shoot away, you but know. Don't you find that some people need direction? Not really, really? You know, because, you know, you know, this is not, um, you know, I have to be delicate in the way I say it, but to do what you do, you have to have an ego. You can't get up on that stage without an ego, so you know what you want people to see. It's got to be controlled. So, you know, if I come in and say, okay, Mark, you know, you're, you're an imposing figure, and I can't say, hey, why don't you sit down on the ground and let me give you a a, a, a Hello Kitty guitar and sit there. You're gonna be like, that's not my image. I ain't doing that. That that's that's a lot. That's many too many words for me. But you know what <laughs> I mean? Probably just be no. No, right? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. There's there's been. It's more shyness. It's more shyness. It's like, okay, uh, do I strike this pose? Am I looking too much? You know, am I? Yeah, you got to tell people, hey, you know, do your thing. Let me shoot it, and you know, and you see what you like. You know, it's um, 
I don't like giving the direction. It doesn't make me feel good. Really? Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes TS is taking direction, and sometimes yeah. we say, no, this is what you're getting. Right, well, well. And some people yeah. can't. Exactly. <laughs> well. But, um, you know, depending on what it's for. Um, right. So i got to just say right now that uh, Delilah just inspired an image in my head of Mark with a Hello Kitty bass. <laughs> so see, there there you go. I just got a, a new painting. And now, now it's going to be a painting. Well, my good friend Mike Portnoy, there's pictures of him playing a Hello Kitty drum kit. There oh, yeah, yeah. Go. There you know? you go. So I may have to play a Hello Kitty I think Kitty it'll bass. work. You know? I'm going to go pick, pick up the pink tutu you know, on my way out. You know, I may just have to play a Hello Kitty bass, you know, because yeah. I don't know if Billy Sheehan has done it yet. Uh-oh. But I'll beat him you to it. you got to beat him to it. And yeah. he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, you were just at the winery dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the winery dogs last week. But um, it, it this what you do what it do, does is art, okay? And sometimes people sometimes someone who's directing something like you're the photographer and Ed is actually painting has a vision and you want somebody to try it. Right. You know, I mean you know it, it sometimes you got to Give someone direction yeah. because they don't know what to do themselves, even though they might be a a, 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 a very big entertainer, a very right. popular. Right. Someone. Not everybody has the idea of what they should or what, how they want right. to portray themselves. But at that point, you feel it out too. You know, right. if they if you walk into the room and I see, okay, this guy is already he knows what he wants. I'm not going to bother with it. You, you've already got your plan. But if I see someone just standing around for like five minutes and not moving, not there, I'm like, okay, well, why don't you go pick up. You know your instrument. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Then and, and I then I could so take charge. So when you charge. walk in for a, for a photo shoot like that, yeah. do you actually take control of the lighting and everything? Oh yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Have to, right? yeah, yeah, you yeah, have I mean, to. Um, yeah. So when I've done, even though I've been in this business, I don't know for like four hundred and sixteen thousand years, <laughs> um, you know, I I do I still do take certain direction if somebody can like explain it to me that they they have a vision. Right. And I'll say, okay, let's give that a try. Um, Laura and Stephen here are both very good at the visionary thing. They both right. have different style visions. They really right. do. Um, uh, you know, Laura has been in advertising and marketing for right. forever, and Stephen has been shooting and photography and video for a long time. And what's that? We went to the same high school. Oh, right, you went to the same high school as Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art and design. Yeah. What's that? Different, different years, right, <laughs> yeah. at the same high school is, of course. Um, so, and when you're around people that do this like that, you understand that they have a certain vision also, which if the, I don't care for what they're saying, I won't, I, I'll try it, but I may not say, yeah, we're going to go with that. But right. there's, right. Um, when you work with people who do other things, besides be a musician or a songwriter or a producer or an engineer, and you know, like that, or like you, or like Ed. So he, you know, what if I had to work with Ed, you know, he may have certain because of what he does. Right. He understands music, but the pop culture art. He may say, "This is why I believe that this should look for you." Right. And right. Um, some people can deal with it. Some people can't. I'm right. always open to things. You know, uh, uh, when I first started in this business, we're like, "No, you're not doing that." You know? <laughs> right. So the only person right. I say no to all the time is you. Yeah, I know. It's not I happening. Believe me, I know. It's just not going that way. <laughs> I know. So it, it's taught, it, to me, it's it's a little tough to explain the whole process, but I get it. And, um, you know, to be creative, you need to have 
a free, a, a, like a, a wide open canvas. Right. Right. And am I right? Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to do that. And when we collaborate with other people, it's always good to have people that inspire each other and throw back different things. And sometimes I love collaborating with people because sometimes it'll it'll have me do something that I wouldn't normally do on my own. And I'll do something completely different, and I love that. So sometimes it's good to have a little bit of constraints. So, um, and again, I can only relate to what I do in music right. mostly, or some I've done some acting also, in, you know, in, right. in, in some local um, films, independent films. And they, what happens to me when I do that, I get portrayed really as two things. Either an undercover cop or a biker, go go figure, right? You're typecast. You're exactly. typecast. typecast. Yeah. So right. when I read these scripts and I do them, you know, I, I, look, I'll do. I'm getting paid to do what they right. want me to do, so I do right. it. And then I make sure that the director can see me joking or doing something different. And inevitably, they all go, "Well, that's." really better than what the script is he's not so serious right we yeah, could, yeah, that's right. really better you know just to give you a quick example of that <clears throat> i was i'm working with a partner in a car and we're watching um you know like the goodfellas you know we're not watching the movie but we're watching <laughs> people like that yeah <laughs> and we're not really watching them but we got binoculars and cameras and and they're having a a huge party Right. Right. In this backyard of this mansion. Right. And we're sitting on the top of this hill watching it and photographing, taking pictures of everybody. And um, <laughs> my, my, my partner says to me, look at these guys. Look at these guys with all the girls in bikinis. Look at that. They're partying like rock stars. And I look at them. I go, I take the binoculars down. I go, they want to party like rock star. They better take some lessons from me. There you go. Yeah. There I'm you go. The real deal. So, the real deal. the director loved it. So he left it in. Right, because it's natural. But that's natural, yeah. right? But, so, you know, again, candid. that's a creative part. So, right. for me, and I don't want to do all the talking here, but for me, now that I have you sitting here and I've had on to me, I write so many songs while right. I'm driving. Wow. I keep... I don't use my phone. I keep a right. digital recorder with me. Right. I come up with lyrics, melody lines, and everything. Is it usually angry? What's that? Is it usually angry? It, it, what do you think of me? Well, no. <laughs> if you're driving, you know, cuts is out on the road, cutting you off, and you know the nice jeeps going past you, you probably get angry. <laughs> nice, I, I drive nice an white, Abrams tank. White jeep has no. White white jeep renegades just driving by. I'll use that. I'll, I'll use that as a hood <laughs> ornament on my tank. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. But I find that, um, no, I'm not an aggressive driver. I'm really not. But I find that for some reason, um, you know, and you should really be concentrating on driving. I do. But for some reason, I come up with melody lines and lyrics. Right. A lot of the times if I'm making a long ride. Right. Not if I'm just driving around here going to do something. Right. I usually got, right. this, you know, new sports and weather or some good rock and music on. Right. You know, so, um, but the inspiration, and what I'm trying to get to with Ed also is the fact that at certain points, I don't know it's going to happen. It just happens. It doesn't happen every single time I take a long ride. Right. No, but I make a record of it, and then it automatically when I get home or I get back or I have a few minutes to do it, I'll listen to it and I'll go, oh, I know what I was doing, and I'll finish the song. Right. You know, and that's really way. So, do I always sit down 
pick up a guitar or get on my keyboard and write a song that way? Not often. Usually it starts out in little pieces. Right. You it's know? when it's just when the inspiration hits. Yeah, and if for some reason it's you know it's it's not in the bathroom or it's not sitting behind the the, the computer desk and my guitar or a keyboard. Right. It's when I'm driving. That's when I find I'm right. I, some reason things just it happens and no, I haven't see, crashed at all. But. See, but the differences between you at Ed, Ed and I is you're all you do it on your own, right? You have your own space. You have your own time. For me, I'm in a pit. I have maybe two, maybe three songs. Completely I have different. quick, quick, quick. Yeah. I have people jumping on me, kicking me, smashing my lens, going around me, getting in front of me while I'm taking a shot. So it's very, even if I want to be very calculating with it, it's just luck. It's just luck. I know what I want to frame. If I could get that position and grab it, perfect. But it's also luck. Because I'm contending with, uh, how many photographers have you had in a pit with me at one point? Maybe 20, 15? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, sure, so I've seen it's, it at it's all very, the shows, um, yeah. you of know. Of course. It's, it's, I get a lot of anxiety. I have a lot of confidence in what I do, but every show I have that those butterflies in my stomach. Do you really? I still have that anxiety. And it's also about, is my equipment going to fail? That scares me because I've well, yeah. read so many horror stories. Yeah, but you will. Uh, so that scares me. Any pro is going to have good equipment. Right. Good equipment still fails. It still fails. You could have a backup. I have two bodies now that I carry around with me, but oh, still. Oh, they did? Yeah, they could, mm -hmm. they could die. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. Like, you, that's a lot of stuff to God, carry around. I two thought dead you were going to tell anyone, man. So, uh, again, the reason for explaining to this, because I want to hear a little bit more yeah. from Ed also, um, I couldn't, like, oh, I got I to gotta write a song. I got to tell my. So, if I was to just get in one of my vehicles, um, and I don't do this while I'm riding a motorcycle. So, <laughs> no, I really don't. I try you gotta to really pay attention. Me. And you know the, the wind in your hair and your face, I and mean, it's so much better. But you know when and I'm the driving, bugs flying in your mouth. Yeah, no, I keep my mouth shut. Okay. <laughs> so, but if I was to just like go out of the studio, jump in my truck, and go for a ride, right? For the purpose of coming up with a song, it wouldn't work. Yeah. It just. Yeah, it's got to be natural. Yeah, it's got to be natural. It just happens. Yeah. Ed, for you, when you decide to make a new piece of art, can you just go, I'm doing this now, and, and you, your mind is blank and you come up with something? Yeah, it kind of works both ways. I mean, when you get, you know, the difference between a professional and that, and an amateur is like, well, I have to wait for inspiration. Sometimes you can't wait for inspiration. Sometimes you have a job. Like the same thing if someone tells you to write a song for something. you got to do it. You have a certain amount of time, so you, and you just have to to do that but most of the time it's when inspiration strikes like so driving in a car i get lots of ideas too when i'm driving because i think when you're driving your mind is allowed to go free and things start bouncing around and that's when the you know it comes easily but i always carry around sketchbooks and notebooks multiple notebooks and sketchbooks when i'm walking around i said when i hear something i see something and then i'll just jot those down and that's what i could go back to when i have to do something and and build on those inspirations so okay so a notebook some sort of pad, yeah. and you carry pens or a pencil. Like, what do you what do you, what do you do? What's your, your yeah? I have on? I have a, a notebook, a sketchbook that I carry with a certain pen that I use because I do my originals are like this big. I do my little drawings. So I'm trying to draw like a child, and I found that if I try to then recreate that, that sketch, I lose the spontaneity of it. So my my initial sketch 
is my finish and then i just build on it i blow it up i color it i do it and then i carry notebooks to write down ideas for things so i have multiple notebooks on me and sketchbooks well that's interesting yeah well that's i mean it, it, you know it have to because it's such a different medium than writing a song mm-hmm. you know so do you uh when you come up with an idea you does it already pictured on the, the big screen in your head yeah, usually, like, if I'm doing a sketch, I already sometimes see the colors and everything that's going to be the final. I mean, I, I, you always try to strive what's in your head to get what's in your head down on the paper. And sometimes you'll lose a little, but you're always striving to get that, and you're always chasing that. I think it's probably the same thing with music. I mean, as an amateur musician, too, and doing some songwriting and lyrics and stuff, it's always the same thing, trying to get what's in your head, that sound out as clear as you can between your head and your hand. And I guess it's always good that you never actually achieve that because then you don't ever get better because you're always chasing the better of it. it just, uh, I, I, find it, I find it fascinating. Yeah. I really do. I find it fascinating to talk to someone who's, um, you know, an artist in a different way than I am. Right. Because I can't draw. <laughs> it's just, you know how to draw attention, though. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all, it's all creativity no matter what you do. I mean, whether you're a cook or a photographer a musician, an artist. I mean, it's all parts of creativity, and it kind of, they all have similar and I, uh, I, ways. Of course, and I also, I, I mean, I, I, I talk about Laura and Steven. They're in the room. I'm close with them. And um, I watched, um, again, going back to photography, I watched Steven start and then get into manipulating the photo. So, um, and he has a great eye. He gets great composition, but I see the beginning one, and then I see the end, what he came up with, and it's like, although it's the same person in the same pose, it, it's two different photos. It's, it's the mood. Completely, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's the mood. He strikes yeah. the mood, and I yeah. had to watch him, you know, not that I'm doing what he's doing, but I had to watch him to understand the difference between what I'm looking at. I always right. thought... Well, this is a great photo to start with, and then he right. shows you, you know, when he right. does the manipulating right. of the photo and the colors, and right. like, wow! It's like with an artist, the underpainting and then the final. <clears throat> I was a, um, um, a one of the MCs for a, a a motorcycle build-off show in Long Island City back in August. Okay, it was it was uh, all the best builders. You know, they built bikes, and it was a contest between all of them. I was one of the judges, and. I'm telling you, it was tough, you know, and I've built many motorcycles and cars, and, right. you know, that's the other part of my life. I love building that's amazing. That stuff. And, oh, yeah, yeah, most people go, you're a musician. So, no, no, I can weld, and I so can what? You know, <laughs> yeah. bend and form metal and everything. But, uh, but doing the show, okay, so there was three judges. Right. You know, all three had motorcycle experience, but one guy was a real artist like Ed I mean a real artist and he looked at them as pieces of art right. me I looked at him as what went into building this and he just said no I'm looking at the overall thing and what impresses me the most about each bike and we it it was a bit I mean I said I said a line about it it's like if if we grabbed the three of us and we're going to go in it's not your this exhibition is not you guys we're going to judge one right right so you have a musician you know, car, bike builder, right. photographer, and also, you know, an, an artist here. Right. So he's going to look at it differently than, than I look at it or do you look at right. it. And it was incredible because I said 
at the be- at the beginning of the judging, right when we were just alone, and I came out and we actually picked a winner, but I said that every bike deserves to win right. because they were so uniquely built and so so uniquely handled. I mean. And again, I'll, I'll say it right away. I'm way above my skill level. Do I understand went into what went into it? Absolutely. I've been I'm dealing with this my whole life. But these guys are the best of the best. It's art. It's you its know? own and art. Yeah. So it was tough to judge it because each bike was so unique unto itself. And I, I said right with the microphone when we started doing the judging, every bike deserves to win. And um, the actual bike that won. Should he have won? Yes, but they all should have won, you know. But we had to pick a winner. You, have to pick you had to pick a yeah. winner, and um, that's the unfortunate you know, part. It, it 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 really was a tough contest to judge. I've done this my whole life, my whole right. career, and usually I find something that stands out. These guys, these builders, were the best of the best. Amazing, and right it here was too. Phenomenal, right in Long Island City. Amazing. You know, it was a great show. I think they're going to do it again uh, this coming year. And uh, I'll probably MC it again, but it was just they're gonna have. I, I think they'll have different builders, right? And stuff. Of course, give someone this else. This first a year was just it was phenomenal. But again, getting back to the story, it was interesting listening to the guy who was the artist, right? You know, and a lot of his art was about motorcycles, but not all of it. And um, I saw going going past that, there were vendors there, and there was there was two women who were selling pictures of motorcycle art. And they had this, um, again, I don't know how they did it because I'm not a photographer. That's not easy to do. But they had this a, a, a particular style Harley-Davidson engine called a panhead. Right, yeah. Right? I, yeah. And a lot of times when you see them, um, they could be really old and rusted and things like that. So it wasn't particularly that way, but by taking a picture just of the engine, and doing the filtering on it, it was such a unique photo that I had to buy it. Wow. Because I have the engine, right. I have a couple right. of them, but right. I never saw it look like that, just the colors and everything like that. And when I showed it to Stephen, he explained to me what they did right. to get that photo. Obviously, the engine didn't look like that, but it, it was yeah, There's so a lot cool. of things and, you could do with Photoshop. You know, it was just, yeah. I, I, exactly, yeah. exactly. And you guys understand it, yeah. being the artist. So I really enjoyed looking at all of the artwork that was there and um i wish i could make the show to see everything you guys are doing and and if it changes i'll let you know you know yeah. i'm trying to work on well, that well the stuff is still going to be there i think for another week ed right and it's by um yeah. by appointment only you can make an appointment you could go view it all because i'm going on tour so you know so what are you headlining Nothing. <laughs> I'm headlining a merch booth. <laughs> Come and buy T-shirts. So, yeah. So, um, so I can't be around for that. But yeah, we picked we picked a good time too to just just to have enough time to for me to be prepared. I know Ed was prepared, but I needed, you know, I needed time to get prepared. I got back from Europe at the beginning of the year, January 2nd, and we were like, okay, let's go. I had a meeting with Ed yeah. like the next week. I was like, okay, let's get this ball rolling, let's do it, and we picked the perfect date. He just, he's getting back from his tour now, so we're ready to rock this thing. So, again, looking at certain artwork, and it's tough for me to explain it because I don't have the ability to do that. There are certain things I go, 
I'd like to have that. Yeah. You know, and you're gonna you're gonna do that if you walked into his gallery because well, you could saying, relate. I'd like to have that. It'll make you and smile. And it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. How he made it. Right. Because it's out of right. it. Like so, someone likes a T.S. song or a song that right. I wrote. They don't know how it was made. They right. just happen to like what they hear. Exactly. Or they're a fan. Yeah. So um, it, it's just a, a thought process that I really never thought about until now I'm dealing with you two. And, um, you know, the fact that there's a certain amount of, a certain, a, a lot of expression in what you do and an incredible amount of expression in what, in what Ed does. Well, so. the expression comes from you. You know, I, uh, all I try to do is capture your soul, your moment, your, you know, who you are. That's all I try to do. And luckily, I've been able to. And that's like my biggest reward is, you know, artists saying, man, that's, that's how I see myself. And you actually captured it. You know, that, that's it. That's everything to me. Well, you know, I mean, you captured the great photo the of beast. me during that. Um, yeah. That uh, the the Christmas show up there, yeah. right? And uh, I love that. And again, speaking of, you know, all the processing with Photoshop, that was originally I shot it in color. But the second I saw it through my viewfinder, I was like, "That's a black and white." As soon as I get home, you know, mm. it's because it it it's, it seems appropriate for that photo. But from that night, I have many shots of you that are, you know, mm. full color. They look beautiful. <laughs> but for some reason, that mm. one looked. Yeah, it doesn't know what we're talking about. No, I, I know that he, photograph. Oh, I'm familiar with it. He knows a photo. It's going to be oh, okay. in the, it's be in the oh, exhibition. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, good. yeah, that's, yeah that's, 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 that's fine. So, you know, it's interesting talking to other artists that do other things besides music. But speaking of other artists, I want to make a special announcement, if that's okay with you. No, it's not okay. Okay, too bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, ha I have the ability to turn this off. Okay, don't turn no, it no, off. Go ahead, go ahead. So during this exhibition, we're also going to have a very, very special guest with us. And he's none other than Jimmy Coons. He's right here. From Cactus. Cactus. Yes, from uh, Humble Pie, Savoy Brown. He, this gentleman, this amazing gentleman, is going to be entertaining us at this event with doing? his amazing, bluesy, stellar voice. So he's going to be our entertainment for the evening. And did she she doesn't know what she just did. It is it is Mr. Jimmy Coons and he will be with yes. us. Okay? So now you have to be there. Jimmy Coons everybody. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy incredible voice and incredible person. Yeah, he's a great guy. Well, how yeah. do we manage? Um, Ed's known Jimmy Coons for a long time and I've known Jimmy for a long time. I've known of him for quite some time and I was backstage. I was actually backstage at a Raven show. Uh, in St. Vitus, and he walks in. I was like, that's Jimmy. I gotta go say hi to him. So I walked up, I'm like, hey, Mr. Coons, uh, you know, I'm a fan, and we connected on, you know, the net social network, and we've been friends. We yeah. talk every now and again. He supports my work. And uh, Ed also said, hey, I've worked with him. We've done a lot of charity charity events, did yeah. you say? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They've collaborated many times, and he said, you know, let's reach out to him, and... and I grew up listening to cactus I know you're a cactus fan. I know you're a cactus I really fan. Did. I, I love cactus I and I said I love Jimmy's voice and humble pie as a matter of fact I think that's where Ed and I met at either a vanilla fudge show or a cactus show something one of those yeah, shows one, one of them yeah yeah but we will have Jimmy Coons and I'm so honored mm -hmm. thrilled psyched pumped mm -hmm. I don't even know the words to describe and how happy I am does he have a band with him 
Um, I, I, I believe... think he's going to do an acoustic set. He's going to yeah. he's going to come down, um, and we're going to go over what he's going to do. But yeah. anything that Jimmy does is going to yeah. be okay. Oh man, if I could have planned that out, I'd have played with him. Well, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to come. I'd love to. Be able <laughs> you're to do welcome that, to come. You, know, you have guitars. I think I'm going to set a drum set up too, uh, in case look, anybody feels inspired. Yeah. Hey, look at if if Jim McCarty didn't live in Michigan, you know, I'd say yeah. bring him with you. But he lives in Michigan. <laughs> well, what about Carmine? Carmine. Carmine's in Florida, but actually, yeah. he's going to be in New York in the March for week. something. He's going to be in New York the next week. So if he could come, the yeah, week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I can get Carmine to come a week earlier. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. that's the big special announcement I wanted to make. That's a great announcement. I'm pissed off at you. <laughs> they didn't plan this better. And hey, look at me. this. The Jimmy Coons actually. Um, uh, this happened a week and a half ago. Yeah. The the confirmation, the everything. Because again, Ed's been on tour, and you know we've been mm -hmm. just trying to work out when everything's going to come together, and we reached out and. Mm -hmm. Actually, Jimmy Coons is playing out in Smithtown tonight at 9 p.m. In, 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 a, in a bar in Smithtown. Really? Yeah. With a band or just Yeah, yeah, with the band. Yeah, with uh, Bobby Rondinelli and uh, oh. a couple of other cats. But, yeah, he's, he's playing tonight. Wow. But I'm very excited about it. And um, Wow. Uh, you know, like... You got chills. I can see the hair on your arm standing up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, you know, I grew up on... Yeah, so anyone that's oh, looking to see Jimmy in an intimate setting... You know, say that again. Yeah. I said anyone that wants to catch Jimmy uh, performing in an intimate setting, this is their chance. Yeah. And see some great photography. And yeah. pop art. Yeah. Rock and, and pop roll art. pop art. Well, listen, guys, I want to thank you so much for coming on with us. Thank you. And uh, I expect a full report. If I can't be there, you got to be there. On? Switch your plans. <laughs> Nothing's more important than this. Well, you know, ah, like, you uh, know. there are some important things going on. We'll have I've, some decaf Dunkin' coffee. I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got booked a few months ago ah. for this, so I don't know if it can be moved. Yeah. But uh, I, I, yeah, I wish I could be there. Now that you know, to see you guys and what you're doing, and Jimmy Coons, of course, you know, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, but also, can I just say one thing? There's no. four. Yes, I'm going to say it. There's four people I just want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you to. They uh, put out videos for me about this exhibition. Carl Kennedy, Alex Cole, Alex Grossi, and Marco Mendoza. Thank you guys for your support. I love you all, and you guys rule. Thank you. What Marco do for you? He put out a video for me. What <laughs> do you mean, what he do? He's a big supporter of mine, as yes, I am he's of a his. Great guy. Yes. He's been on my yes. show. Yeah, he's a great guy. They've all put out a, an amazing a video. He's a great guy. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, we had him on your show. Yeah, but yeah. we did more than a video for you. We had you guys on. I know. And that's why I'm so grateful. So thank And I wish you could come to this freaking exhibition. You should have planned it better. <laughs> I listen. Should have asked me a few months ago. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, sure this is only going to be the first. But you know what? Many, we, Ed so. and I are actually talking about another collaboration down the <laughs> line, and uh, you'll be in the loop because he actually paints on instruments as well, basses, guitars. He does it, so maybe one of yeah, your bases. Yeah, there'll, there'll, there'll be a couple in the exhibition. I have some painted guitars. I actually, a yeah. few years ago, I was almost going to do one for JJ French because I was working with Gibson, and we, okay. I was going to do guitars for a whole bunch of. Uh, their clients and stuff, and then the program just got dropped. So, but I'll be happy to paint one for you. 
All right. Well, we'll have to work that out then. Yes. Well, this is amazing. Well, I want to thank you guys so much. Thank you. And everybody, uh, March 18th, let me just hold up this poster again and and uh, so everybody can see this. Yeah. You know what? Let's put this one <laughs> with, with, with uh, Jimmy. Uh, you on want it. this one yeah. on it instead? Yeah, okay. we got Jimmy. So uh, March 18th, and give us the address so I don't have to pull the post. 649 Morgan Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11222. And what are the times of the show? 7 to 11. If people stay, stick around, we'll keep it open a we'll little later. there. Yeah, we'll just keep it open. A and night it's show, 7 p.m., huh? 7, 7 to 11, yeah. We, mm. you know, it's a Saturday night, so it's all mm. good. And wow. it's in a Morgan Fine Arts building at the World of Ed Heck Art Gallery. Wow. You know, um, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I'm glad that we got a ch chance here at uh, Area 22 Productions to support your, uh, thank you. your show. And uh, great stuff, great artistry. You know, uh, Delilah, I, I mess with you all the time, but you're a great photographer. I you love really it. Are. Thank you so and, much. Uh, I appreciate it. And I wish that. I could be there to see this. But maybe we'll have to uh, yeah. get by and you guys can let us in and take a look at everything on another day. Yeah, what sure. You, Just let us know. Yeah, well, we're going to hang the stuff, what, like a week before, so. Yeah. And maybe we'll yeah. have to if come you want to come on by, yeah, absolutely. One evening or day or, yeah. and, and see the stuff, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank Thanks you. For all the thank you. Thank you, know, you, Mark. Everybody on the chat, we had great things Hi, to say. Hi, everybody on the chat. So thank you. Everybody on the chat, make sure you go there, especially, especially the people like our fans that live in Europe and Australia <laughs> and Japan <laughs> and New Zealand and far away and Alaska. Everybody's watching from all I these places. I believe we have a few people flying in from Germany for this. Do you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Actually, we do. Yeah, we I do. I know of a couple that are coming. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we did the Heavy Metal uh, uh, Hall of Fame Awards, I couldn't believe we had people from Europe. From yeah, Sweden, I heard when you did. From, yeah. from, yeah. Uh, from everywhere. That's amazing. Mexico. Listen, support. The great Mexican fans there. I mean, just incredible. Great stuff. So it's nice when they come in. It makes you feel good. What you've done travel. for people is you know it's, uh, they're indebted to you for life and that's why they come that's yeah. why they show up because yeah. you gave them a our, purpose almost our smfs are yeah. the best they are in the world we are yes mm -hmm. without a doubt hey guys thanks for tuning in tonight i'm mark mendoza this is delilah and that's ed and make sure you get to that show everything's on the chat go and look at it go to the show see the stuff maybe on an outside chance i can do something to be there but if not I'll try to do it the next time. So everybody, like I say all the time, stay well, stay hungry. See us every Tuesday evening, New York time at 7 p.m. We'll give you some great entertainment. Say goodnight, Delilah. Goodnight, Delilah. That's it. See you next week. <laughs>